Veronica or Courtney both say they won't call me. If one caught me with the other, there's gonna be court fees. Court side, DC's bread, you know it cost me. Bottom line, don't give head, you don't support me. For me, gotta get it back on tour. Can a young nigga get money anymore? The more where I put a new rapper when I record, I deserve this Virgil Louis, put it with Dior. Get studded, wrist flooded, gotta love it. I'ma do it for you if you loyal, then it's nothing. She get her own check, still put her apron on. A lady in the street, but she April Jones when she free me in the morning. Yeah. I mean, everybody can, but they don't know how to make love to me, love to me. Girl, I need you to do more for me, more for me. Girl, I know you could free me in the morning. I mean, everybody can, but they don't know how to make love to me, love to me. Girl, I need you to do more for me, more for me. I'ma take you places you don't go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest episode of the Unacceptable Behavior Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Graham, coming to you live from the backyard behind the crib. So if you hear anything rolling by, it's people that's hopefully uh, doing the bare minimum, going to the grocery store, going to the pharmacy or whatever, paying attention to this ordinance we got going down here in Maryland like it is in quite a few other states across the country. Got the shelter-in-place, stay-at-home order going on, trying to keep people as safe as humanly possible in this whole corona thing. Hopefully you paying attention, taking heed, and if you are essential in these times, being as safe as humanly possible, not taking no chances with yourself, your loved ones, or anybody else for that nature. But that's it. Let's get into it, man. Doing something a little different. Got my first guest that's going to ride with me all episode long. Uh, it's my girl, Nikki. We brought her up on a Thanksgiving episode, one of my favorite episodes we've recorded so far on the UB podcast. Uh, we go back a little bit. She mad, uh, mad busy, mad talented, got her hands in a bunch of different pots to keep things moving on her side. So it's a privilege and an honor for her to make time for myself and the listeners here on UB. So with that said, we're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, it's going to be Nikki, JG, Unaccessible Behavior Podcast. Hold on for a quick second. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Unaccessible Behavior Podcast. Without further ado, Without bumping my guns any further, I'd like to introduce my girl Nikki again, who we have spoken with in the past Thanksgiving's Thanksgiving Day episode. Uh, as far as when and when not to introduce somebody new into the family, into new surroundings, and things of that nature. So it's not quite a new introduction, but I'm gonna give my girl Nikki a quick opportunity to introduce herself to you guys, and uh, after that, we're gonna jump off to these questions. So. Nikki, what's going hey. on, man? Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm uh, glad to be back. Thanks for having me back. Uh, pleasure, pleasure. I guess that we're going to do this this whole podcast together, this episode. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, this should be interesting. Yeah. You know, uh, enjoy, you know, just 
you and I usually bouncing things off of each other. So absolutely, uh, this should be this should be interesting since we're yeah. in the house doing nothing. That's um, it. <laughs> might as well fill that time with something productive. Might as well. Might as well. All right. I mean, so with that, we're just gonna jump off into it, man. We got a couple questions. We're gonna run through. I'm gonna read the questions off. I'm gonna let my girl Nikki give her spiel, let her give her opinion, speak on things to how she sees it. I'm gonna come behind, do the exact same thing. We'll banter back and forth when necessary, where we deem, you know, the the fit is is needed, and then we'll keep rolling like that. So, first question: talking about boundaries between men and women who are not in an actual committed relationship. Why they're important? Uh, why we should take them a little more seriously? Things of that nature. First question. What is the preferred end game? I think that's the thing that, that's most important when you're dealing with any type of dealing between men and women. So what is the preferred end game when you're talking about casual acquaintances or this, whether it's dating, long-term relationships, et cetera, should take? Um, I guess for me right now, you know, at this age, the end game is committed relationship. Um. And I think that when you're dealing with that, not just for myself personally, but I think that you need to be certain about, you know, like what your end game is. Because mm-hmm. if you meet a person and the end game doesn't match up, you know, then you know at the beginning, like, okay, if I want to commit a relationship and all you want to do is date casually, then we're really both wasting our time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that now as an, as an older woman, it definitely is, um, you know, committed relationship. It hasn't always been that, you know, when I was mm-hmm. younger, it probably was a combination of things. I mean, it, every dude was different, really, you know, right. some dudes I wanted the, the, the committed relationship and other dudes, you know, I realized I just wanted it to be casual for however okay. long, you know, that was convenient for me. Okay. So uh, I'm going to pick up on something you said. I think is, and when we're looking at this question, definitely comes down to age, where you are in your life, and uh, knowing what you're willing to deal with and what you're not. Uh, I'm, I'm going to throw something out there. I'm going to get your opinion. Um, I know I've spoken to women who I've associated with in the past, like friends of mine, who have flat out told me they've had instances of thinking they could change a man's opinion. So... They might meet a guy. They have something on, in their mind as far as how this is going to proceed, how things are going to work out between the two. The guy either verbally says or shows uh, his opinion on things, on if there's going to be any type of actual relationship dealing. Um, and the woman will take that information and continue to proceed on in kind, regardless of whether it's actually what she wants or not. Uh, what's your opinion on that? Oh, I agree 100%. Like, I agree 100%. Mm. And the funny thing is, I don't think that it starts out that way. I think that a lot of times women feel like we're built for casual dating, right? See, for me... Ho, 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 ho. Give me that one more time. That's a sound bite right there. Give me that one more time. Yeah, I think we think we're built for casual dating, right? Mm. Like women, I, in my opinion, let me just say this, in my opinion, I don't think that women are built for casual dating. I think that we casually date out of necessity because um, men are great casual daters, right? Mm -hmm. And you meet a guy and um, whether he is honest up front 
which a lot of times men aren't, right? Okay. A lot okay. of times men tell you what they want you to hear, what, what they think yeah, you want to hear to get what they want from you, right? And mm-hmm. then, you know, once they get to the point of getting what they want, whatever that thing is, a lot of times it's sexual or physical, then mm-hmm. the real them starts to come out. At that okay. point is when you have a decision to make, right? Like, okay, I see him for what he is. Do I leave or do I stay? The problem, though, is this, is that usually mm-hmm. by the time you get to the point of seeing who he really is, your feelings are already involved. Yep. And then once your feelings are involved, that's when you start feeling like, oh, if I just do these things, right? then he'll see how great I am. Or if I just waited out, maybe right now he's not ready. But if I waited out, you know, however long your time frame is, then eventually he'll come around, right? And mm-hmm. then you start to play these games in your mind of, if I just make myself the perfect woman, that could be, oh, I'm going to pretend like it's just casual, right? And I don't have these feelings because I know if I show him my feelings, he's going to run for the hills. Or if I just do everything he wants, go to his house, cook dinner, do these things, make myself available constantly for him, then he'll see, right, that I am the woman for him, and then he'll want to commit. Which never Mm. happens that way, but that's that's Mm. what we think, right? Right, right. Yeah. Oof. I mean, I I swear, it's no homerism, but I agree with everything you just said. Only, and the sad thing is, is because I've kind of, to some degree or another, I've heard that story directly or indirectly mm-hmm. from a number of different women who have kind of found themselves in a similar situation. Yep. And sometimes, like more than once, like it's a, it's a, it's a dangerous cycle. Absolutely. Right? They kind of keep keep finding themselves in similar situations which I think is a good reason as to why this is a good topic to discuss. We're talking about boundaries between men and women. Uh, I said in non-committed relationships, but at the same time, it's, it's really just boundaries in general right. when it comes to dealing with men and women, uh, especially when in that dating realm. Because like you said, it always, it always starts one way, but it really is up to us if it's going to proceed, depending on if we're getting what we actually want versus trying to make something happen and hoping for the best. Right. Okay. So along that same line, uh, kind of a related question is um, why is it important? I think you kind of touched on that with your last answer, but we'll ask it again, see if you have any more to add. Why is it important to set boundaries in non-committed relationships? Um, I think that, bound. first of all, I think boundaries are important in any relationship. I mean, it doesn't even necessarily have to be male, female. It could just absolutely relationships, period. Um, just because I think a lot of times as a woman, as you get older, and like you said, Mm -hmm. you you find that women, there's a pattern that they consistently go through doing the same thing repeatedly over and over and over again. And Mm -hmm. then what tends to happen is as you get older, you start to get bitter and resentful, right? And so by the time you're like 45, 50, I'm sick of these men, right? Yep. I'm sick of them and the things that they've done. I'm sick of them and the things they haven't done, but never really taking time to analyze the part that you played and why all of these things took place. So I think that boundaries are important 
number one, because it gives you a, a framework of what you need to do in any situation, but it also allows the other person to know, hey, this is where I can go. This mm-hmm. is the line that's been drawn in the sand because you have to teach people how to treat you, right? Ooh, it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not, no one automatically knows like, okay, Jason likes this and Jason likes that. It's Jason's job to tell whomever, right? That mm-hmm. this is what I'm, I like and I don't like. This is what mm-hmm. I'm going to accept and what I'm not going to accept. These are the deal breakers, you know, and these are things I can overlook. And I think that women, first of all, don't necessarily know what those things are. Like if you if you talk to a woman and you say, let's take a specific man out of the equation, right? Tell okay. me what your deal breakers are in, in when you're dating. Then you mm. kind of get this yeah. strange look, right? Well, mm. if you don't have those, if you don't have the boundary set, right? Like if you don't know what it is that you out in these streets looking for, then mm-hmm. how do you know if you're getting that thing? Then are you just accepting whatever comes or are you able to say, you know what? He doesn't fit these, like I need A, B, and C. He has B and C. Am I willing to overlook A? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And, but if you don't know that those things are there, you don't have those boundaries set in your mind, then you just just going out with whomever. And, and sometimes that's okay, maybe in your 20s or your 30s. Mm-hmm. But when you're 40 and 50 and you're in life and you're living life, you're working a full-time job, maybe raising some kids, doing whatever, time is, is a precious thing. Yep. And you really don't have time to waste on people that you know don't fit the mold for you basically could not agree more with what you just said so and looking again at this follow-up question why is it important to set the boundaries uh which again uh, before i get too far ahead you are 100 correct it doesn't matter if it's a platonic relationship or, or romantic relationship uh boundaries definitely set the tone for the dealings and the respect levels across the board uh so you could not be more right there but um, speaking more so on today's topic, uh, I think also the reason that balance is so important is because it sets the tone for whatever, the, whatever this is going to be. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, as, we, as you get older, you look at things differently as far as how you choose to spend your time since our time is a lot more precious. It's a lot more fleeting. So we don't have and we don't have as much of it as we get older because we just have different um, avenues and different things that we would do with our time, whether it's with family, friends, uh, hobbies, entrepreneurial exploits, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, You don't want to waste your time with somebody who's not giving you exactly what it is that you're looking for in any type of romantic relationship, whether it's just dating, casual, whether it's, you know, exploring something a little more, or hopefully if your end game is a forever and everything, whether that's ring or not, you want to know if you if you waste your time or not. So I think that's definitely why setting the boundaries in the beginning are so paramount to whatever you're trying to do. So can I ask you a question? Please. Off of that, yep. do men set boundaries? Like, nope. I, 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 you know, <laughs> I had that answer in my oh. mind, but I didn't want to say it. You know, you know. I didn't want to make assumptions. No, <laughs> but I didn't no. think they did. They, for the most part, we don't. But I, I will say uh, the, the the main boundary 
And if you notice, uh, I said boundary, not boundaries. Uh-huh. Hey, boundary <laughs> that men choose to set when it's something possibly a little more than casual dating, and it's normally it's not expressed, which is a problem in and of itself. Uh, in our minds, we kind of know ahead of time what what this is going to be. Um, so a, a guy can see a woman if he's if he sees her from a distance and doesn't know anything about her, like there's no prior knowledge about this woman then that's a little different. Now now I'm going to have to try to figure out what I want this to be. Do I want this to be something casual, strictly just physical? Is there potential for something more uh, after I get to know her? Then that will determine things. But if, say, for instance, somebody who I know in passing, uh, we may maybe a friend of a friend, maybe we run in the same circles, so I kind of have an idea who she is, then I start to look out short-term, long-term. Am I even trying to do anything right now as far as something real? Or am I trying to, you know, just kind of have somebody to spend the time with? The boundary that we'll set is, do I even want to entertain this being something real or not? Okay. And that's and, based on the woman and what you have going on? or Absolutely. The woman? Okay. Both, both. Absolutely. Uh, and like I like I kind of mentioned, the one thing that we men have to definitely do a, a way better job at is expressing in some form or fashion what that boundary is. Like we'll make up that determination in our mind, but we won't we won't share it. So you think that's intentional? I don't. Okay. Uh, I think it, I think it definitely could be for some some men. I'm not gonna say I'm never gonna cap for men in general because uh, I'm just not gonna do that. We're all we are all different. We're kind of we're wired the same way, but you know we're we're different. Like just like some some men get to, I actually think I want to be in something committed long term. I think I actually want to have kids, and I think I actually want to be with just one person, way far sooner than others do. Uh, and then you got those the guys that's like, man, I'm just out here, and I'm just gonna live this life as long as I can, and there really is no no age cut off. So for that type, they know you know, before they even meet the woman. And then she just has to be some extraordinary individual that ultimately changes his mind. And that happens far more often than, than not. Uh, it's the woman who can change a man's mind. Um, but he has, the, that normally comes with, again, comes back to that age thing. Has he lived enough life to be able to say, uh, okay, I didn't want this, but she's shown me this consistently for X amount of months or a year, or whatever, like something I never even knew existed or that I even wanted. Let me change my tune without even knowing that I'm changing my tune. It's kind of that, that kind of thing. Okay. Something that I've mentioned in uh, conversations with some friends in the past, as well as possibly on the podcast a couple of times, is, um, uh, and it kind of goes back to something you mentioned at the very top of the episode, which was women and casual dating. Um, I, I, being a man, understand the need, especially in this current climate of a woman having to, or at least feeling like she has to show and prove as to why she should be chose by a guy that she's interested in. So it's like, you know, I have to do a little more than just express that I like him verbally. I might have to give him a little more of my time. I might have to do more things for him than the next man or woman partially because I actually, I just like the, I like the man that, that I'm dealing with me being a woman and partially because, you know, I'm trying to 
convince him to commit basically to something more. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, the next question is knowing when to say when, where's the cutoff as a woman, where's the cutoff between just being nice and being yourself and, uh, taking, I guess, whatever it is that you're willing to do for a man that you're interested in to the next level. So is there pretty much, to kind of clean that up, um, like you have women who are just naturally nice, who just naturally like to do things for people in general. Where is the cutoff from a woman doing something like that for a man that she's interested in versus uh, what she would do for a man she's actually in a relationship with? Where's the difference? Where's the, the dividing line? And the reason I ask that is because if you don't make that that line clear, you may not ever get a man to fully commit if you're giving him everything out the break. If you're giving him everything without him having to say, okay, yes, we are in something exclusive. This is, we're actually an item versus just something casual. So is it no when she should kind of stop going above and beyond for a man who's not willing to commit to him? Um, I think a woman knows, right? I think that she knows when, when that, when that time comes, the question really is, is she going to stop? Right? Like, so like you mentioned, there are some women that are just naturally nice. I'm not necessarily that woman. Right. Okay. So, okay. um, okay. I can give it to you, but I do know women like that. Right. Yes. So mm-hmm. I think that, um, for me, my friends always say you, you run for the hills quick. And I do. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And, and, okay. and a lot of times it's because I just don't have the time or the energy to waste. Right. Gotcha. And I, gotcha. and I will admit though, that sometimes I probably run too quick. Right. Like, mm, like okay. you give me one red flag or indication that there's some foolishness and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna see you later. Right. I, okay. I'm not going to do this. Um, and I think that what I've learned, um, because I haven't always necessarily been this, this way, but what I've learned is that I've I've started to set boundaries much earlier than I used to. Mm. So I, you know, meet a guy, however you meet him, right? And you decide, you know, let me get to know this guy. So if I'm dating a guy casually, the first couple of dates is legitimately let me get to know him. Like, let me get to see who he is. Let me talk to him on the phone. Let me figure out if this is someone that I even would want to give my time to, right? So yeah. that that's kind of how I focus the first few interactions. Then once I figure out that, yes, I would like to, you know, move forward with this and see if there's something more than just casual, I tend to just lay it on the line. Like, you know what? Here's the thing. I like you. Um, I think I want a little bit. I want something more than just casual dating. And then it's time to have a conversation, right? Because I think mm. that a lot of times, like you said, things get lost because no one's talking, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just we're making assumptions that we want the same thing or that, you know, things are going to automatically progress to a certain point and no one's ever having a conversation. And Sorry. so now that I'm older, it's like, Here's what I think. Here's how I feel. You tell me what you think. If I feel like there's any wavering, you know what I'm saying? Any uncertainties in that, then I start to react to that uncertainty, right? Mm. Like, 
Yeah. If he if he's not if he's like, well, I like you, but once the butt happens, yeah, absolutely. Then it's time to be to either make a decision that you know I'm gonna stay in this a little bit longer and just see, or I, or I gotta go now. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to waste my time any further. And That's I think it. that women always know, like you know, when you're doing too much, right? But mm. again, it goes back to the idea of wanting to change a man. Like if I just do these things, then even if even though he said I'm not ready for a commitment, let me then go on. Maybe maybe I'll change his mind, right? Right, right. And so, and I think a lot of it comes from there are so many women and there are so few men that you. It's kind of like I gotta compete with with these other women, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. For this man, and he kind of had, and especially of a certain age. If you're a successful man, right? Mm-hmm. And you know that. Most men know, like, hey, I'm out here in these streets. I'm successful. I can have any number of women, right? Right, right. The woman has to then figure out, like, how do I stand out, you know, against all of these other women? Yep. What, what do I have to do to get his attention and then keep his attention? Right. So I think you know, I think that you either know and just, you know, decide not to pay it any attention. Mm-hmm. Or if you're a smarter woman, you know, like, hey, this is just like, I'm not about to be over here cooking your meals and we just casually dating. Right. 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 Like, there, you know, I'm, I'm not really trying to cook any meals and you just my boyfriend, if I'm being really honest. Like, Oof. you know what I'm saying? Like, that my man, my man can't get a meal, not not even one. He probably can get a meal every now and then. But okay, okay. The expectation, it's right, really about right, the right. expectation. Like if I I'm agree. like, hey, I, I cooked X, Y, and Z, you're welcome to come and eat or whatever. Yes. Or I'm out and I'm coming and I'm coming to see you later. Do you want me to pick you something up? That's Got what I But yep. it's the expectation of things that I have mm-hmm. a problem with. Like, don't expect any wifely duties from me and I'm your girlfriend. Yes, Lord. Say it. Yeah. Say it. (laughs) But I I had to get to that point, though. Like, I wasn't always like that. You know what I mean? But I realized, like, I realized that I've given a lot of things to a lot of people who didn't deserve it. And Mm -hmm. so I had to, and it really was about reeling myself back in. Like, you got to reel yourself back in and be like, you know what? He going to either take this or mm-hmm. not. <laughs> Man, look, we back. <laughs> Unacceptable behavior. Your boy, Jason Graham, here with my girl, Nikki, who's helping me out today. She's killing it. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm so humbly uh, gracious and whatnot for uh, your time on this evening. So uh, let's go right into this next question. Uh, kind of goes along the lines of some things that you've kind of touched on a little bit, but let's again, let's see if there's a little more you can, uh, a little more filler you can add in on, into the discussion. Um, if and when it seems, and it, uh, <laughs> the last question you actually said something interesting, I wanted to jump in, but you was rolling, so I stopped. Uh, you said that you yourself have a tendency to kind of run for the hills after break when things when you see the flags, red flags pop up. Uh, which I totally understand and I, and I fully um, support to be 100% honest with you. Uh, but kind of along those lines, if and when it seems like you are taking advantage of or not getting what you may want per se out of the situation, 
how do you recalibrate things to kind of get things back on track? Like I know for you specifically, you said for the hills and things aren't, you know, aren't copacetic and things ain't, ain't going right. You out of there. But let's say for instances where you, you might run for the hills, but you don't dead things out the gate. Is there a way that you can kind of get things back on track? Is it, is it just a, a straightforward conversation we got to have or is it something else? How do you uh, see yourself in that type of situation? Um, yeah. So first, it is a straightforward conversation. Okay. Um, it's just, you know, we need to talk, we need to have a conversation. I'm not getting what I need. You know, having that conversation is always very important. And even though I tend to leave a little quick, it's not before that conversation happens. So oh, okay. there's you. always a conversation, right? Okay. Like, because I feel like I try to set boundaries very clearly, you know, what I'm looking for at the very mm-hmm. beginning. And so mm-hmm. when I feel like things are like, you know, getting off track, it's time to sit back down and have a conversation like, hey, what's up? I don't feel like we're gelling. I don't feel like we're connecting. I don't feel like whatever. And then I give you a chance to kind of get it back on track, right? And then, and and it may be even more than one conversation, right? Like the first conversation may be, you know, a very chill, like laid back, let's just talk conversation. Mm -hmm. The next conversation may be a little bit more aggressive, right? Okay, okay. With some BS, right? Right. Call like it is. Right. And then, um, and then I slowly start to fall back. Right. So like sometimes it's not like this abrupt, like I'm blocking your number. I never want to talk to you again. Sometimes it's just little slight changes in behavior. Now, a a man who's in tune will realize Mm -hmm. that my behavior has changed. Absolutely. And will then come back and be like, what's up? Right. But if you really not on the same page with me, then I'm going to continue to fall back until it's done. There you and then yeah. normally what happens is once once time goes by and I haven't called or I haven't communicated or I haven't reached out, then the guy is like, well, what's up? I haven't heard from you in three weeks or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm done. Like, yeah. it's over. You missed the like, boat, man. Yeah. Right, it's done. Right. So I do try to give like opportunities for people to realize that, hey, this is what's happening. And this is what we need to do. Sometimes they catch it and sometimes they don't. And, you know, and the ones that don't just don't. Um, and I'm okay with that. But usually, you know, I'm real big on communication. So usually there, there's communication being had throughout the whole time. It's just whether you pick up on it or whether you think that what we have is important enough to even make the changes or to mm. even get back on track really is what it's all about. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, I respect that 100%. And that's definitely something that I, I've said in the past is uh, it's like at some point, you got to put the onus back on the man to where it's like if, if he if you're not getting what you want, then you definitely need to fall back. And there's no, it's any type of relationship for it to be productive and fruitful and to progress on, on any plane, it's a two way street. It can't, it can't, it doesn't work if just one person putting all the effort in. So for whatever reason, you decide to dead whatever you got going on from your side. Hey man, like you said, if the man is in tune, he'll notice that and he'll step up or at least 
try to figure out and explore why you did that in the first place. So now he can decide if he needs to do whatever he needs to do to, to get things back right or or not. And like you said, if you if the dude takes forever and forever is a week and <laughs> two weeks <laughs> to realize that, man, she ain't she ain't hit me. She ain't shot me a text. She ain't responded to my text. She ain't hit me with a call. She ain't offered the nothing. One, two, three weeks later, and you come around saying, hey, man, what's going on? I thought we was good. That's all you need to know right there. Right. Because if it took him that long to really realize that y'all ain't good worth a damn, hey, man, you got your answer. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? That's the I way agree. I see it. So you got to put the onus back on them. I think, and that's the, the sad thing is you got some women who are a little more wired to kind of that kind of an older mentality. And when I say older, I don't mean age, but I mean maybe five, ten years ago when things are a little more different as far as there being men and women who actually were pursuing something productive on a relationship plane. Uh, the way things are now, you have women who they, they never left that ideal. And there's far less, there's far more men who have kind of backtracked away from that because they don't have to. Uh, and when that happens, you know, you got men who get away with doing the least. And when that happens, you know, hey, <laughs> it throws yeah. things off for the women who are actually out here pursuing something, for some, pursuing something real. And they Absolutely. don't even they don't even catch the hints when oh. things ain't going right. You are, yeah. you are preaching the gospel. Right? I mean, <laughs> because that is exact. like it's like, why would a man choose a woman who has standards and expectations of him when he can pick a woman who allows him to just do whatever? with with nothing you know what i'm saying with no expectations and and i don't think that women see that 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 is what is hindering us right like (laughs) if i if i have requirements of you and she doesn't then Mm -hmm. even if i'm the better woman like and it's absolutely is that men know you're the better woman say it absolutely we absolutely do that is a stone cold fact true story yep but they would still go with the woman mm-hmm. who, who requires less of them yeah. just because they don't want to have to do what it takes to be with the woman who's the, who's the better one. Yeah. True story. And more often than not, it's not a lot. Like no. it's, it's the, see the, the narrative has gotten so warped of late. It's like whatever, what, what a good woman actually requests what she needs, what she says that she needs, uh, and actual and something greater than just casual dating, it really is not a lot. But you have enough dudes who kind of have gotten away with being able to say, "Hey, man, you you stressing me?" That it just becomes the new normal. That the bare minimum is equated to you stressing me. Why are you stressing something? I thought we was just cool. We were th- we were just chilling. We just hanging out. And now you got the good woman that's put in the same boat as the woman, like you said, who doesn't have requirements or standards. Cycle continues, it get, and we get further and further away from good man and good woman actually linking up to actually do something. Right. I agree. So with that said, I kind of want to bring it back to the top. We've touched on it in pieces, but I ask you, why do women not set boundaries. Um, it seems, I think it seems pretty simple, but you know, hey, clearly it's, it's a problem. 
I think it is a problem, but I think that women um, want men. I think that women want men. I think that women want to be in relationships. Um, And so it's just easier to seem like the casual girl, right? Because at least you'll have him in some form, right? Like it may not be everything that you want from him, but at least I have him in some way. And so I think a lot of women accept like that piece of a man uh, out of fear that they'll have no man, right? So- yeah, man, they got that fear word. It's, it's yeah. real. <laughs> right. And so I think that's what it is. I think that I think that people are women are afraid to be alone, right? Mm-hmm. And so at least I get to have him in some aspect or in some way, um, versus not having him at all. Especially mm-hmm. once your feelings get involved. So like once your feelings get involved, you feel like, okay, at least I have him you know, physically or whatever, you know, he takes me on a a few dates here and there. We talk a few times a week. At least Mm -hmm. I get that little bit of him versus none of him at all. Even though the better, really the better option is no him at all. If, if you aren't being fully fulfilled. Right. But we're so afraid of the nothing or that another man won't come along. Right. So like, Mm -hmm. especially as you're getting older, as you're getting older, you tend to feel like I'm getting older, older equals less desirable. And then, and even the pool of men, because they do become more successful as they get older, right? Mm-hmm. That the pool of women to get more successful. So the competition is greater, right? Right. The men know that they're successful and they know, and they know that they can have these, these women. So let me just accept this kind of piece of this man and not really rock the boat out of fear that I'm going to be alone and not have any man. So I think that that's a lot of the reason why um, women don't tend to set boundaries when it comes down to, you know, casual dating or with men at all, really. Mm. Not full. <laughs> all true story, though. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, man, look. look. I think I think we've we've touched on we've touched on the why. We've talked about it, pulled back the layers, looked at things a little closer on certain avenues. So this next question, it's kind of a final question, but you know, and it's an unfair one, prefacing, I'm prefacing this now. So okay. it's there there's no there's no right focus, it's just just your thoughts, your opinion. Um so now that we've we've answered the why. As far as you know, why women don't set boundaries or or may not be as diligent as they probably should be in setting boundaries in the beginning, or even you know once they get started. So what now? How do we address that? How do we fix that to kind of you know turn this thing around? Um, I think that that is an unfair question. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have all the answers. But hey, I try. hey, it's um, just your opinion. I think that um, first of all, I do. I do feel like it starts with with women, right? Mm-hmm. It's women understanding that um, 
that first of all, it's okay to be by yourself, right? Like that, right. This, like this man in this relationship, whatever type of relationship that it is, doesn't define who you are, right? Mm. Preach. And, but also realizing, because what I've also learned as I've gotten older is the more confident you are as a woman, like the more confident you are, the more you show up authentically as yourself mm-hmm. out in these streets, mm-hmm. the men start to come to you. Oh. Yes, right? ma'am. True because story. I am I am an introvert through and through, right? Like mm-hmm. I go out, I like to go out, I like to hang out with my friends, but I am the girl who will go out with my friends, find a spot at the bar, sit down and have a drink and chill out. But I am also the girl that one man will come up to every time I go to the bar and we'll sit there for hours and have a conversation. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I'm not doing anything special, right? Like, right. I'm literally just showing up as myself. I'm not out looking to, to be with anybody. I'm not mm-hmm. looking to get any phone numbers or even really connect with anybody. I'm just out there hanging with my friends. But That's what it. I have learned is once I became more confident, and once I became more secure in just being who I was, mm-hmm. I didn't have to do anything else. Yeah. I had to do nothing else. The amount of men that have come to me at that point is it's shocking even to me. Yeah. And um, so I think that a lot of times because you've been through so much in you know dating men or whatever, as you've gotten older it's almost like traumatic. You know what I'm saying? Mm, And you got to kind of deal with, deal with your stuff first. Right. You also have to be, get clear on what it is that you want and what you don't want, because that is how you show up in a relationship. And I don't care whether it's male or female, whether it's the woman or the man, men always know what they want. Right. They always show up knowing what it is that they want. And, and and they usually get what they want because they're they're clear about that. Maybe not to you, but definitely they know it themselves. Like you said, whether I want this to be casual or whether I want this to be more than that, they are clear on that pretty early on. Mm-hmm. I think that because women aren't clear on that, they allow the man to drive the ship yeah. and then get mad when the ship doesn't go the way they want it to go. That's it. And so I do feel like the, the first steps in 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 setting boundaries and kind of getting what you want is first of all knowing what you want. And I think that a lot of women just know they want a man, but they're unclear of what that man looks like for them. Mm. Or they make it about a specific man and not the qualities of a man, right? So like yeah. let me get the qualities first and then that's how I that's how I look at the men and see, okay, does he fit these qualities? Instead of just saying, I want Jason. Well, does Jason fit the qualities that you that you need in a man or not? You can't make it about a specific guy because he don't always come in the package that you think he's gonna come in. But if you're not clear about what you want from just a man in general, then you're not gonna be able to navigate the relationship or set or set any boundaries. Or even be successful in any type of a relationship because you you're not really clear about what it is that you're looking for in a man. So that's what you got to get through first is figure out what that looks like, then go out there and look for the man that fits those qualities, not the other way around. My God, and hey man, we're gonna pass the collection plate virtually right now. <laughs> um, 
I don't know if uh if y'all heard what uh the good sister Nikki just said, but I mean, all jokes aside, I, I really do. I think you laid it out as perfectly as perfect as humanly possible. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because it goes along the lines of something I've said in the past, but you're 100% right. Like you can't, you you can't know what you actually want and what you actually need out of a man until you are good 100% with yourself first. Right. Like you gotta know who you are, and it sounds it sounds so cliche. Uh, it's just something that you see and read. Uh, any and everywhere, but it is so true. If you don't know who you are at that time and who you're and who you're trying to be, how can you possibly know exactly what it is that you need from a compliment or a counterpart? Uh, preaching, you preach. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You, you kill. This all I did was all I did was ask the questions. I can get used to this. Ain't no work on my side. I just got to I set it up, ask the questions, and let you go, man. I can get used to this. <laughs> Look, man, uh, one more time, I greatly appreciate your time today. I apologize for the technical difficulties. If you bearing with me. Um, not a problem. I enjoy myself. Look, I'm, I'm not going to rock the boat because we, 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 we've been going for a nice little bit on this, on this final segment. So, I'm going to turn it over to you and allow you to say whatever it is that you would like to say. I know for a fact that you have a couple of uh, side ventures that you delve in. If you want to plug those real quick, by all means, amen, let it rock out. You want to talk about who you are as an individual, who you are as whatever, whatever you want to say right now, the floor and the microphone is yours. Well, thank you. Let me plug my businesses. Absolutely. Um, I do have a candle and soap company that I started uh, late last year. Um, District Candle and Soap Company. Um, we are on, can find us on Facebook at District Candle and Soap Company or on Instagram at District Candle and Soap. Um, also have an Etsy shop, uh, District Candle Soap where we're having a, a 25% off sale right now. So um, feel free to go and grab all your stuff. Get that Corona scope. Um, yes. Get your little, uh, set your mood while you're at home. That's quarantine, it. Right? Absolutely. Um, and we should be coming out with uh, some new uh, spring and summer scents probably in the next few weeks. So just trying to kind of get the fall winter inventory down. Okay. Um, and I also have a baking company, uh, called yours truly Nakia. And, um, this quarantine has put a little damper on that. I'm sure. Uh, but once we're out of this thing, um, we'll be back up and running, ready to take some orders. Um, you know, and try to do our part to make everybody's events, uh, special. Okay. So those are my two businesses. Um, and thanks for letting me plug them. Absolutely. And, and I will, and I will definitely be, uh, dropping the links, uh, to the Instagram, to the Facebook, and any other links that you have for those businesses. We'll attach those in the episode, uh, details somewhere so people can click through and grab those and, uh, support the home. 
thank you so much. And thanks for having me. This was fun. Absolutely, man. Oh, we, we, you do understand we're definitely doing this again. I don't know when, but we're going to make it happen. All right. I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to let you go. You have a lovely uh, evening. Stay safe. And uh, I'll hit you when I hit you, man. Okay. Perfect. You too. All right. Hey man, look, we back. No bow tie time this episode. Uh, I was not blowing smoke. My girl Nikki killed that entire episode. My personal opinion. Think you all would agree. We said what we said. She said what she said. I did a whole lot of co-signing, but. Hey, man, it goes without saying. Boundaries. They are important in any type of relationship you can think of. Whether it's friends, family, especially, and it's romantic relationships. Whether it's casual dating, something a little serious, on into full-on long-term commitments. Right? So let's do a better job, men and women. Of setting those, communicating those, and then enforcing them for our greater good. Because how can we be happy if we individually ain't happy? You feel what I'm saying? Hey man, been an amazing episode. Hopefully y'all enjoyed it. Keep rocking with your boy. As usual, we're going to keep trying to crank out this content. Uh, until next time, this is... The one and only Jason Graham. Please be safe. Please be smart in these uncertain times. And man, just don't be goofy. Let's see if we can ride this out and get through this a lot sooner than later. You feel what I'm saying? You know what it is, man? Instagram, the Jason Graham. T H E J S I N G R A H A M. Facebook, same. Twitter, same. Website, Jason Graham, know the. Dot com. All right. I'll catch you on the flip, man. Y'all be good. Till next time. Just be good, man. I'm gonna get with you. Go. Don't cry, don't cry.